The Rap Round Table. Yes, sir. Episode 66 of New York's number one hip-hop podcast. The most dangerous podcast going today. So dangerous that we put our subscriber numbers at risk with every release. <laughs> but we are not going to change who we are. We're not going to change the format because it works for us and the people who actually and legitimately fuck with us. Facts. Word. It's your boy Jov here alongside the City Rap Snob. Alongside Dini the Balance. What up, what up? With you. The homie Mace. Couldn't be with us tonight. Shout out to you, Mace Tito. Uh, our condolences to your family on that word, loss. Word, word, word. The homie Walt is not in the building with us either. But we got Josh back. Super yes, producer. Shout out Josh. to Josh. Super producer. Super <laughs> engineer. Yes, sir. Another hip-hop head as well. Yes. Walt, shout out to you. You've been rocking with us through this, this latest season yes, of the Rap Round Table. And, you know. Definitely appreciate you, Walter. We miss you, Walter. You know, but 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 the best part of it is for me. Now when I talk about white people, I don't have to get nervous because <laughs> I've apologized to Walter so many times. <laughs> you know he mean? understands. He, he knows what it is. He gets it, but still, you know, I'm sure he doesn't want to hear me talking that much shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> you can find a rap round table on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, what is it called? YouTube. YouTube. Shit. I'm fucking yo, I'm gonna fuck up a lot tonight. YouTube, <laughs> Instagram, Instagram, Facebook, Facebook and Twitter. Twitter. Yes, sir. Shout out to YouTube once again. Our numbers are creeping. Now we're almost at 5,500 subs. Probably by the time this episode releases, let's go. We'll be at 5,500 subs. Get them numbers up. Get them numbers Tap up. The, the road to 10K is real. Also, New York Bias 3 is on the way. We, you know, we're we floating at. We don't have a date yet, but just know that it's on the way. Y'all see how we're building this up. And the beat that you hear playing, this fire beat, you hear those horns, you hear those drums. Brought to you by the one and only Sincere the Rap Snob. So he as makes always, beats. Holla at me. You already know the vibe. And as always, we are tonight's entertainment. The Rap Round Table is here, y'all. You know, I, I, I love this place. I love being in the studio. Apparently, some people who watch us love the aesthetic as well. <laughs> oh, I won't, I won't see too it. much on it. Details. But details. Yes, sir. People love the aesthetic. They, they love the attention to detail. You know what I mean? They see what we're doing over they, here. They see yes, how sir. we come in. Pause. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? And, they and see the table. They see the mics. You already know the vibes. Backdrop. It's a good setting in here, man. You know, there's you know some other potters that come through this studio, but I'll put my money on this pot 10 times out of 10. Y'all can't fuck with us, and I say that respectfully. We're not competing. Hey, I'm fact. just saying y'all can't fuck with us, you know? That's what I'm saying. That's how we supposed to feel. Anyway, do you need a balance? Yes, sir. You know, we've done about 65 of these in studio prior to now. Yes, sir. And I don't think you've ever batted lead off. I don't think you've ever opened the show I don't as think the I first have. voice. No. It was Judas. <laughs> <laughs> Since it has a large percentage. Let my me a lot. I got a lot to say. You know what I'm saying? We get the ball rolling. Then we, we throw it to you at the dunkers position to finish it as our resident rim runner. Yes, sir. But tonight, you're batting leadoff. You're running the offense. I'm outside. I'm standing in the corner. <laughs> Sincere's at the top of the key. Last night, you were in Webster Hall. Yes, sir. There was a celebration for De La Soul. Indeed. You were in the building. Sincere and I weren't lucky enough to get tickets. <laughs> but yeah. Dini, the guy who walks with the righteous, your words, not mine. I do what I can. Got the tickets. You were in the building. Yes. What we'd like you to do before we get into the other side of the business that involves De La Soul, Copy. set the scene for what it was like to be amongst the culture 
last night? Um, there's really only one word I can use to describe it, bro. Okay, talk to me. Love. Yeah. Yes. I was. Dang. I was literally entrenched and surrounded by love. Okay. Um, sounds right. Yesterday was like, it was like a family reunion, bro. Oh wow. It the the scene, the 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 aesthetics, the 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 appearances, the performances. I mean, I was wild, bro. I almost felt like. Almost felt like I didn't deserve this shit, bro. <laughs> like uh. the the palpable, yeah. the word you use, yeah. And a, a small like part of me word. felt like the love was palpable. It was, bro. The energy. I almost feel like low key. I wish I could have trade places with you for it. Now I feel like, mm. hey, I feel like this is. <laughs> How about that? Nah, nah, nah. Because this is, this is, the older. It was the older guard yeah. of MC. You yeah, know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. doing their thing. You know, they you dropped their first joint in eighty nine. Nah. <laughs> Older, <laughs> they dropped their first in '89. I was five, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? 89. So, but I mean, yeah, man. First of all, R.I.P. to the brother True Goy, man. Rest in peace. Because everything was really happening there for that good brother. Uh, uh, on top of the actual, you know, mm-hmm. the DSPs thing. But I mean, I got to shake hands with a few people, man. Oh, yeah. Talk about it, like, uh, like paint the picture, Dini. I ran, Don't I, I ran, I ran down on Pharaoh Monch. A word, Pharaoh. Did Monch. you mention the list? Because he shouted us out about that list. Yo, I didn't mention. The, I didn't get. Aww. Only got to talk to him for like twenty, like Come two on, seconds. Son. Bro, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't that kind you of had energy. One job. Nah, it was that kind of energy, bro. It wasn't. <laughs> yo, what up? It's Pharaoh always Monch. that type of energy, bro. Yeah, Come I on. I mentioned you. the pod. You had the hat on, though. But I didn't mention. Of course, you always got the hat on. Always got the hat on. Marketing extraordinaire. I mentioned the pod, but I didn't get to delve into it. Also, I got to mention it to Lord Jamar. Shout out to Lord Jamar. I dap Lord Jamar. I tell him I got a podcast with my gang. We do our thing, and you are the ad lib that reinforces order at the <laughs> table, bro. He get rid of this he guy. He couldn't get enough of it. You know what I'm saying? He was with his lady too. Every, he was fucking with it, bro. The energy, like I said, palpable. Shout out to Sincere. You went with your lady? Oh, nah, you know me, bro. Oh, totally. Okay. To an event I'm, like that, you can only matter of fact win the tickets, bro. You only, they was only allow, allowing you to win one singular ticket. Yeah, that's crazy. If I think I won two, I would have brought the game. Wow, Stop it, bro. That's crazy, so, bro. That's good because we were talking mad shit about you. Yo, I know y'all bro. was. Yeah. I know y'all was. We're going to talk mad shit at this table right fuck now. Fuck it, fuck it. Bring Yo. it on, bring it on. But um, yeah, uh, can I just give a little rundown of the people I've either, you know, seen, saluted, shook hands, just just pay respect to, man. We got, um, it's a heavy list. Shout out to Dave Chappelle. Okay. Heavy in the building. Really set the tone. Was in there doing ad libs. Dave got. You know, he's a rap, great musical taste. He's a rap you know aficionado what I mean? with the ahead. old school classics. Pause. You know, uh, on top of Daylight Store itself, I want to give a shout out to Vinny and KG from Naughty by Nature, Talk man. About it. They were definitely in the building. Once again, I'm getting shout more out to upset Lord. as we keep going. But go ahead, I'm gonna man. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to just. I'm going to keep going. Uh, shout out to Lord Jamal, man. Shout out to Drez from Black Sheep. Shout out to Buster Rhymes. Shout out to Buckwild and Diamond D from the DITC, man. Digging in the crates, classic shit. This is the culture we talk shit. Grandmaster Flash, salute, brother. Was Minnesota there? He wasn't. I didn't see him. But he reposted the shit that was okay, from okay. DJ Spinner. Shout out to DJ Spinner. He's on the list, too. Um, Q-Tip, Chuck D, Pharaoh Monge, Talib Kweli, Black Thought, Moni Love, Black Queen Latifah, Common. Common was there. Let's yeah. give a shout out to the producers, Large Pro. DJ Preem, Just Blaze, Pete Rock. Just Blaze with Fuck DJing. with y'all niggas all day. The DJs, Stretch Armstrong, Bobito, Clark Kent, D-Nice. The culture. The you know culture, what I'm saying? Bring it out productions type shit. Red Alert, Kid Capri. And, and once again, DJ Spinner, man. It, it, I was entrenched, bro. He was the DJ for the night? 
It was going you, back and forth. All multiple sets. Um, Clark, Clark Kent took the role. Okay. D Nice was on there for a nice chunk of the session. Um, Stretch mm-hmm. to go for low. Yo, bro, it was an event, bro. Shout out to Stretch and Bobito. When I, I remember when I watched that documentary, bro, like. This, just loving this shit and seeing the people culture, who came bro. through and how my, the role they played. It's bro. my favorite hip hop documentary, talk, bro. Talk. I think I hit you after I watched this. Yeah, shit. yeah, you know man. Because I mean? it's a you get you get all the all this like crazy footage of early Nas, early mm-hmm. Wu Tang, early Big L, early like early like before they were signed. Early, that's kind of I mean? what so I want so this to be like. Raw. Before we go crazy viral, like all the niggas who came through here who do something in their careers, they was on the rap round table. You know what I mean? It sets the tone, man. And a lot of times we we give the best interviews. So it only works out. Every time. Every time. Every time, bro. Talk your shit. Every time. Stop being so humble, bro. That's why why you wait till Pharaoh Monty. He retweeted our fucking list. That's why I'm humble, nigga. That's a part of the righteousness. um, To a fault sometimes. Shout out to the fans. Shout out to the attendees. Shout out to the performers, DJs. Artists just yo, hold on before you finish shouting them yeah. out. Were you, were you allowed to smoke in there? Was no, like, bro. Was you booming in there, Dini? No, I was a sober man for yeah. five yeah. hours, no bro. Drinks. I wouldn't. There was drinks. Okay, okay. Course, I paid like fourteen dollars for a fucking orchard, angry orchard, but there was drinks. <laughs> yo, I mean, you got the free ticket, bro. Yeah, I, I, you you don't hear me complaining. <laughs> you don't hear me complaining. Right. I was like I said, man. It was just a, a beautiful who, event. Who performed? I know Common performed. Common performed. Moni Love, Latifah. Thought. Every everybody got a chance to spit a verse. So like Kid Capri spit a verse. Black Thought spit a verse. Kwali. Uh, um, what? Common uh, Common did the light. I'm sick. What? Native Tongue. Shout that out to the Jungle Brothers. Show. It was a show, sick. bro. Wow. It was a show, bro. I hate you, Dini. I left. I left. Wow. At, only reason I left at twelve fifteen, bro. My phone was on five percent, and that was basically wow. my way home. So I had to catch bro. the Uber with the phone. If I didn't have That's to, I probably would have stayed home. That shit probably didn't end to like two in the morning, bro. Like I said, that I you can cut the energy. I want right, you can, you can stop now, dude. You, you ready? Can stop. You, done? you can stop. Real quick. <laughs> I'm I sick. I got to shout out my homie Alex, a.k.a. Lion. He's the person who sent me the link. Former colleague oh, of mine. Yeah. He, knows, he knows I'm ahead. He knows we do the pod. He sent the link because his daughter helped put that together. Respect so to Lion, you. shout out to you for even putting us on to that. He loves and Jay Rue, the damage. He loves Mad Ooh. Lion. Like... He's yes. he's from that time. You know Shout what out mean? to the daughter too, because the event was spectacular, man. It was it was it was beautiful, bro. It yeah. was beautiful. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I could tell by man. just by watching the the footage I've seen on, on my socials and my mm-hmm. timelines and everything. Um, I saw the the clip of uh, Black Thought performing, Common performing, uh, but I ain't see I, I ain't see nothing about Pharaoh March, man. I'm sick. Yeah, he came out and um, did um, Simon Says. <sighs> Oh, he did his biggest record. You know what I'm saying? So Jeez, it was, man. It was a movie, man. And they did it for the love, because if for it's the free love. tickets, that means that. Hell like, yeah! Did I mention Buster? Yeah, you did. Yeah, okay. you did. Shout out to Buster. Buster was in the building. Nah, he didn't. He just oh, came man. up on the stage and showed love. Uh, Queen Latifah going up there and did a couple Long joints. Island. Queen Latifah. Yeah, the lady, ladies, um, ladies first. Ladies first. And um. Unity White. Yeah, Unity White. Biggest joints. Yeah. So it was. And that record, when I watched it at the Grammys. I was like, that shit still rings off. Twenty three. I don't know if it was nostalgia, off. but that's a part you of it. You and ITY rings it's a classic nah, record. It's, a, it's a timeless son. record. It is, man. And it's a, you, you know, the, the, there's a, there's a, the there's a slight like there's a small thin line between classic and timeless, and that shit is timeless. Timeless, bro. man. Yeah. Just when she walked up on the stage, man, seeing just seeing like Moni Love, bro. Yeah, Only man. Love, like, yeah. Every clip that I've watched, it it looks exactly like how you describe it. Just like and culture and love. Special bro. shout out to Paz and Maceo, man. Mm. When they yeah. got up there, it was almost crying, bro. Like they was really speaking some real shit. Mm. 
Dave Chappelle did the countdown to the final, to the actual release Midnight, yeah. of the of the catalog. Fucking movie, man. I really I wish it. my brothers was there with me. Awesome I, I, I wish I was there too, man. I caught man. enough footage. I had to offload like 15 apps to get shit. You know what I'm saying? Get a new phone, out, bro. I ran that out is, of me- it's, it's time. Get a new I ran phone, out of memory. <laughs> I ran out of battery life. Didn't have my backup charger with me. I just That's I thugged it out for the team. I thugged it out for hip hop. It just it was just fucking beautiful, man. Yo, we, yo chat, we love this shit. Like we talk beautiful. a lot of shit about rappers and some of the things they say about New York and all of that. But be clear, we love this rap shit. That's like I would have just had to call out of work today if I was there. You know what I mean? Because I'd have been geeked up. You know. What also. I mean? Shout out to the people that recognize the fucking team. Had a couple people come up. Get the fuck out. Dap, yo, I love what y'all do over yes. there. Keep cooking. Beautiful, beautiful. Wow. Love just, to just see it. Actual, wow. actual real love. You know what I'm saying? Similar to what I said, you crazy. never know who's watching the show. Hell Similar yeah. to the MSG shit, when niggas were just popping out the mist, like, mm. yo, rap round table, what up? Mm. Same energy. Shout out to y'all. Fuck with y'all all day. Beautiful. We beautiful. fuck with the, we fuck with the love, love y'all. It, love it, love it. We're you really big on the, the love. In man. a sense, our show blends in with that space. It's culture. You know what I'm saying? But speaking of that space and the people who were there and why they were there, since they talked to us yeah. about the importance of De La Soul Listen, finally man. reaching the DSPs. It's yes, a sir. beautiful day. It's a beautiful day worthy of, of such a celebration like the one that Dini just uh, described uh, very vividly. Um, I'll, I'll just, you know, take you on a little little trip, you know, through, through the eyes of Young Sincere. Yes, sir. Um, and I remember... Coming up in the 80s, you know, I mean, my, my first uh, exposure to rap was probably Run DMC. Um, and then, you know, later on in later years, like I started seeing like um, the emergence of rap and like the different lanes that opened up. And I remember thinking like I was I was I was too young to like really analyze it. Uh-huh. You know, what I mean, but I remember thinking like seeing Dr. Dre and Snoop and Cube and NWA and being like. Nah, that's that's different. You know what I mean? Because if my core is Run DMC, you know what I mean? Queens, uh, Adidas suits, House. you know the fedora, the chains, the Dookie rope chains, and then I'm seeing like, um, you know the cat, the khakis, the Chucks. It's a different vibe. I'm like, yo, that that's not the same lineage. Like that's crazy. Like where where are they from? Um, and then on the other, the the flip side of that coin was the native tongues, um, and De La Soul. Right. Right. Um, and just sort of uh, like realizing that these guys are so anti that, anti the rope chains, anti you know the the Adidas suits. Even in the uh, their their video, their me myself and I video, like they they very much depicted that like that that separation between like what their vibe was and what the the the. You know the the, the, the overall vibe the early commercialization. They talked about that yesterday too. You know what I mean? They yeah. that yesterday. Um, and that and that was always that was always their energy. That was always their vibe. They never, they never, you know, tried to be anything that they weren't. They they never tried to like like uh, uh, um, posturize themselves to be like bigger than who they are. They was just like they they had that black hippie uh-huh. type Pure. of energy, man. And Pure you know, hip-hop, yeah. That, you know, that, that purity and, and that, like, not, not you know, so almost anti-commercial. Um, and that's something that's always resonated with me, as you probably all know, uh, by, you know, the the, the artists that, that I'm a fan of and the stuff that I talk about here at the table. Um, and, you know, they're, they're, uh, the, the way that they uh, just uh, uh, 
Oh, I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry, y'all. Nah, because these horns are so crazy. Yeah. That, <laughs> yo, same. Yo, listen, y'all watching yeah. this show. But if they, they y'all, were, y'all hear those horns, you know my nigga? But, but they, were, uh, they were precursors to so much of the, the music and the rap that I love. Um, the Soulquarian movement, the raucous era, mm. most definitely Quali, you know what I mean? Common. Um, even, you know, to this day, or, or, you know, not necessarily to this day, but like most recently... Uh, the black hippie movement, you know yeah. what I mean? You had, you know, uh, 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 you know uh, Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar, uh, School you know, Boy, School Boy Q, um, your boy, J um, Rock, Solo, Solo, Absol, you know what I mean? And uh, it's just that that's all a lineage from that that energy and that era mm-hmm. and what De La Soul, uh, you know, meant to the game. Uh, Shouts to De La Soul, so important to to hip hop, so important to the to the legacy of you know early hip hop and that that pure energy uh, of just you know straight culture. Hopefully, you know now that they're on the streaming services, um, they are able to be discovered by a newer generation, uh, and you know they they're able to get you know really sort of uh, bear the fruits of their labor and. You know, uh, you know, solidify the legacy that that they deserve. You know what I mean? Shouts to De La Soul. Um, I, you know, like I, I just, I'm, a, I'm at a loss for words because it just means so much to me, and I, you know, I can't encapsulate everything in just a, such a few amount of words. But like, De La Soul means so much. Um, and and shouts shout to them also as MCs and mm-hmm. lyricists. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A lot of times that gets lost in in the vibe that gets lost in like the you know the the daisies and the the glasses and the the shirts that they wore and the you know the medallions and all that like a lot of people like mistake Dela for just being like a, you know like a vibe you know yeah. what i mean like or just like you know being black hippies or whatever um not but, street niggas right but that them dudes got busy on the mic and you know we 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 always look at a tribe called Quest as sort sort of the 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 biggest stars from mm-hmm. that era and from that lane and that movement, um, and you know they because they made classic albums and classic songs and they got classic material absolutely, but as far as like getting busy on the mic and as far as you know MCs and lyricists checked off them boxes, bro. Pasta News and Trugoy, Plug One and Plug Two, <laughs> them dudes got. Busy, bro. Right. Busy. Speaking of classic material, he was in the building last night. Shout yes, out sir. to Shout you. Shout out to Carlos, man. I don't really have too much to add to that for, from that perspective since they covered everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What I'd like to say about it is with them, you know, having their music on the DSPs, it also represents them having access to their music. Like, what I'm trying to say is they're now another act who's free of the shackles of the old ways of doing business in the rap game where you sign these shitty ass contracts and you don't even know what your back end looks like pause you know what ah! i mean and, and it's like you don't know how much you're actually getting back or what you're actually worth to the label mm-hmm. you move all these units you become a cultural icon because it's three of them i was trying to find a different word but you're not seeing the revenue streams from your importance to the culture because the label is eating up all your money and then as we get into the dsp space your music is not on the DSPs because you're hung up in some contractual fuck shit. Right. And it's just general bad business. 
So them being free, another older act who was part of that bad way of do business, being free to make money for themselves from their music. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the profit shares are with the label or if there's even a label involved. Hopefully they're getting 100% of the profits from each stream because I'm seeing everyone is running those streams up and I hope that they eat off of it, especially with the tragedy of Trugoy passing away. Yes. They deserve every win that they Everything, get. Man. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? Shout out to the culture popping out for them. Dini, shout out to you for being there. I'm just happy that they're in a position to eat off their hard work because we joke about it every now and again about how the business is fucked up, how what the value of a stream is. Mm-hmm. We talked about like selling crack and you telling me I got to send 10,000 vials of crack to fit the count one time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, fuck that. If you put in all this work, you spent all this money, you put in all this time, you deserve to reap the benefits of your hard work. Facts. And I'm here for that, for, for that group day last. So shout out to y'all. Applaud y'all, y'all. Real shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Before we move on, Dina, do you have anything else you want to add as far as De La Soul being on the DSPs, or, or you think everything has been covered? I, I think we touched ground, man. I just, like, just to finalize it, just, it's great. Precursor. Great word. It's great to see one of those prime, iconic hip-hop groups finally get their just due. That's, Facts. That's my, my That's thing. a fact. Yeah. That's a fact. Yeah, and we, I'm sorry, I'll just uh, say one final word. Like, we need to celebrate... It's the 50th anniversary of hip-hop. We want to celebrate hip-hop. We want to celebrate all of hip-hop, every facet of it, all all the all the lanes, all the vibes, all the energies. Facts. You know what I mean? You know what? You, can we pivot for a second? Because Senna's yeah. making a strong point. It seems like in, in the past few weeks, there's been this, this rush to divide hip-hop. Mm. It feels like we're going backwards. You know, when I was a kid, there was the regional divides in the East Coast or West, West Coast. Coast, the South feeling like they were being marginalized and not respected by other regions, et cetera. Midwest. And in the last six months, there's been this movement to say, you know, this person is a regional act. Like I jokingly tweeted that Jay Z's now a local rapper if you let somebody <laughs> tell it. You know what I'm saying? And it's this divide to say New York this, New York that, South this, LA that. In the 50th year, like this divisiveness Gotta going chill. on podcasts. Talk even if you feel like it's facts. Everyone's entitled to feel how they want to feel. But talking sideways about niggas' accomplishments within the culture and where they from and how a certain area is represented or underrepresented and telling New York niggas how to feel about their legends. <laughs> Cut it out. Kill the noise. We came this far and the internet has brought hip-hop together as one. There is no region anymore. Mm-hmm. As far as sonically, right. LA's the only place to me that still sounds like where they from? True. Oakland. Matter of fact, the West Coast. Let me not put it on LA. The West still sounds like the West, but everywhere else is fuzzy. It's blended. Yeah. yeah. Facts. So this divisive shit that niggas is doing, I think, is actually hurting the culture, and I think we need to cut it the fuck out. Facts. How about for the fiftieth year? You know, we take it easy. You know what I'm saying? Word. As a culture, we take it easy. We show love. It's the fiftieth year. It's the biggest celebration we've had. Take this time to just. Acknowledge and appreciate what you got going on here. This is the culture, man. You can't be 50 cool. acting like you're 25 because 25 years ago, this kind of behavior would have been acceptable. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Cut it out. But um, to another person, Sim was talking about people getting their just due. Nas Escobar. Yes, sir. You know, he, he's he been on a, quite the victory lap as far as getting his just due. You know, and, and there's still room for more as far as people being well aware of what was going on with him. Recently, Sim... News gets out, or, or I see it on Twitter, cover of GQ magazine. Mm. I'm not sure if this happened back in his prime, but based off the work he's doing and the fact we keep saying it here, maybe not other platforms aren't saying it, but we say it here right now. To me, the most clickable nigga in rap is Nas at the moment. Yes, sir. Absolutely. And for businesses to see that there's an opportunity to do business with Nas, 
GQ magazine. That's a mainstream publication, y'all, by the way. In 2023. Somebody said that y'all got to stop acting like Nas is Makami. They said it the other day. And that shit resonated with me because it's like, I keep saying Nas is, is a superstar. Legendary. Makami's not getting on the cover of GQ magazine. Yeah. Nas Escobar, superstar, legend, goat, yeah. depending on who you ask, is on the cover. Sin, talk your shit, bro. Escobar season continues, man. Yes, sir. Uh, shout, shouts to Nas, shouts to GQ. Um, and they're, I think it's a, a bit of a like an offshoot of GQ. It's like a subsidiary or some GQ hype. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Escobar season continues, man. Elliot, shouts to Elliot Wilson for conducting the, the interview, too. Um, Elliot getting those checks. Yeah, man. Like, uh, the again, the, the more and more that, that we, uh, that time passes, you know, the, the more difficult it is to argue against Nas uh, being the GOAT or uh, being 1B mm-hmm. to Jay-Z's 1A, if that's how you feel about it. You know what I mean? But he's... Or 1A to Jay-Z's J- 1B. Well, I'm just saying, this you know, either, either the GOAT... Anyway, anyway, no, anyway, it's not 1B. I already, I already it's not 1B. You're a fake Nas fan. <laughs> you know fire, what I'm talking about. Nah, because nah, <laughs> I already said he's either the GOAT mm-hmm. or he's 1B to Jay-Z's 1A. You know, nah, what I mean? you gotta say one A to Jay Z's one B because they're gonna. You gotta flip it just to make. The, but that just know. makes it. That still makes him the goat. That still makes him ahead of. Jay. Nah, A is better than B. Yeah, it's the A goat and the B. That's goat. what I'm saying. But I already <laughs> said goat, so I got. <laughs> you right. I'm making too much sense. It's you it's, see what it's I'm me, doing it's here, me, right? It's me yes. thinking that. I'm yeah. I, I'm making sense to now, me and us. I'm y'all typing in the chat but, by the way. That's what this means. <laughs> you know. Anyhow, Twitter fingers. Um. Yeah, man, I just I love to see it. I'm so happy to see it, man. We were, you know, we were we were at the garden, as uh, you all well know. Mm-hmm. Uh, shut the garden down by himself. Just a couple of, you know, uh, a couple of feature acts, a couple of guests. Um, and yeah, he deserves all every single last flower that he's getting right now. He absolutely deserves it. Um, he was in the interview talking about how. Um, you know he he credits Biggie. I'm I'm wearing Biggie on my shirt right now because, you know I mean that when this drops next week, you know it's Biggie gonna be week. close to, you know March 9th or whatever. So I figure I'll rep. Um, but he de- he definitely gives Biggie his props, um, and his his flowers, for, you know, uh, uh, for for sort of helping him see, um, how he could become a bigger, more impactful artist. Um, and that's that's a big thing that, you know, at, at some point we're going to have to talk about here at the table is like, you know, what I mean, like everybody wants uh, our, their favorite artists to be, you know, uh, counted or, or seen as uh, or ranked as high as other artists who have had these, you know, this major impact in the mainstream and in the culture. Um, you know, Nas absolutely with it was written. Uh, definitely took a, a departure from what he did in Illmatic, but he saw the need and he saw the lane for having a bigger impact, not just in hip hop, but across, you know, uh, across these boundaries, these genre uh, bounds. Um, and, you know, shouts to him, you know what I mean? And, and, you know, we've been saying this for a while here at the table uh, that, you know, Biggie and Puff and Bad Boy. They really, you know, they they changed they changed the game and they changed the you know the the the, the formula mm-hmm. of uh, how this you know how this rap shit goes. You know what I mean? And Nas Nas followed suit. He followed it impeccably uh, to this day. You know he carries that with him, and we see 
We see where that's gotten him. We and we see what he's doing today. He still and he still has that formula. Josh and I were just you know talking uh, off wax. Uh, Josh, our, you know our engineer, super engineer, um, and you know like the the finding Hit Boy uh, and uh, what Hit Boy has found uh, in terms of a balance in sounds between you know what we like. You know people are our our age, our ilk, the, and the era that we came up with. But also uh, sonically making things that are that feel fresh and current uh, and of today. Uh, that's not an easy task. So you know, shots to Hit Boy too. But yeah, man, Nas Escobar. Escobar season continues. I couldn't be happier. Salute, man. Talk to me, Danny. Uh, to follow up with Sin said, um, it's almost like Nas is like the Benjamin Button of hip hop right now. Like he's going backwards, and I, I mean. When I say backwards, I don't mean as far as an MC, because, you know, lyrically, he's amazing. It's like he's checking off boxes today in his 50s. You know, that rappers, you know, aim to check off when they're younger. Like, he's doing that now. You know, the arguable, it's a 4P arguable classic in three years. Right. It's selling out the garden. Yeah. Colbert. Yeah. Trevor Noah, The Daily Show. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A bunch of commercials. Finances looking incredible, like... Things that you wanted to do as a rapper when you were young, not to doing them as an older dude. And I think, I think that's fucking phenomenal. I think that's a, it's an eye opener to what the culture has. It doesn't have to be a, a, a dropout at thirty year old culture like it used to be. You know, by the time you were thirty, you had to hang it up. It proves to show that dudes can be in their fifties and still have great quality, great aspirations, great commitment, and still make shit fucking happen, man. Like shout out to Nas. Like I know, like niggas like Hov sell out the garden. You know. But it's it's something at, at an older age because you know Hove is Hove. But it's it's monstrous for Nas, who's been always you know the pure MC. Didn't make too many yeah. commercial records. Didn't have too many like. But just off of the the street tales, the stories, the the mm. fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what I t- <laughs> what happened? Too much Nas love. <laughs> what was that about, man? Don't do that, job. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> Too much Come Nas on, love at Shout out oh, to Lord no, Jamal, man. everybody. Yo. Get the fuck out of here. I'm gonna bring my own drops one it's day. Yo, man. I jacked the fucking off school. <laughs> fuck out of here, Pelican Bay, nigga. He couldn't. He couldn't stand. He couldn't it was stand. Too much. It was too much. It too was much too love. much. Couldn't stand Nas getting. It's a beautiful thing. 50 the flowers he deserves. The garden and hip hop, nigga. Rain, rain more and more flowers. I told him I couldn't. I couldn't be trusted today. Get that nigga a bouquet, bro. It's monstrous. All right, I'm fucking with y'all. I'm fucking with y'all. I'm fucking with y'all. Easy, job. I'm fucking with y'all because I know they itching for it. They they want the static. They love it. But in all actuality. I know, nah, but I know you say because this this gotta feel like 2002 all over again. Nah, nah, he gonna close up the right. I believe in job. He gonna close out right. In all actuality, now that I pissed y'all off, I got y'all typing, blowing up the chat again. This yo Nas is getting everything he deserves. Yes, because you know what? Everything. The thing about it is, there's a, a large. I would say if there's a pie chart, I would say more Nas fans believe. That he got fronted on by the industry than Nas fans who believe, like myself, he was a superstar, he moved units, he's in movies, etc. Right? So they're looking at shit like The Garden, interviews on TV, now cover of GQ. They're looking at this like it's about fucking time. Mm-hmm. Word. So I'm speaking to those Nas fans and saying that you're absolutely right. Because if you put out the kind of quality of rap that he's put out over the last 
two and a half years now with three. Three-ish. Yeah. Close to three, yeah. He deserves every fucking cover. If the double XL and the source still matters, he need to be on eight covers too. In fact, mm-hmm. like wh- whatever the hip hop publication, like has he sat down with, with, with he, well, he did the interview, but on Rap Radar's pod, I would say Rap Radar's like outside of Drink Chance, but as far as straight, strictly rap podcast without yeah. the extras, Rap Radar, I would say is number one. Yeah. He need to be on eight chair next. That's, that's a fact. fact. He needs to do the tour because that's the thing about Nas, I would say is like, he loves to rap. I don't think Nas has ever loved the business of rap, even before it became what it became with, right. with Bad Boy and everyone else who followed behind that. I don't think he ever loved I feel like he hated doing it. interviews. <laughs> hated those things. Do, doing the, the radio promo tours. I don't think he liked that shit. Just like making music. Even, yeah. think, think about it. When, he, when Nas does an interview, when he's actually talking and orating his opinions, he never seems very comfortable in that space. So he'll, he'll, as he'll as do late. Even more, more so more recently. More so now. Yeah, yeah, but, that's what I'm talking but about. I'm, when I say that, what I'm saying, I'm comparing it to, to all the rappers who want that light. Copy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Nas, he'll answer your questions. He might even give you a little jokey joke here and there. <laughs> but you can tell that like, he's just doing it because he has to do it. Yeah. He'd rather be in the stool. He'd rather be in Queensbridge popping out with, with, with the lawn chair just out of, out of left field. <laughs> or just staying the fuck out the way entirely until it's time to drop an album. So to see him doing all of these things and getting that light, I don't know, like, I, I'd, if, if we ever got a chance to interview him, I would love to ask him, like, what's making you so comfortable more so now than then to do so? Because you're outside. Because out even Nas never dropped year after year after year like no. this. Like, what's making <laughs> you want to do this now? What what sparked that flame now? I mean, I guess Hit Boy will be a big part of that. And it's one thing to drop albums. Young See, technically, Nasir's in that mix, too, because Nasir dropped when? 2018. Then he came right back around 2020. He's he's putting out music. He, he wants just to. takes a while off. Not only is he outside, I get the sense that he wants to be outside. Mm-hmm. And I would love to know, like, what's making you at this point? Like, where's that clear vision coming from? Because you can put the music out and disappear, but you're doing these it interviews. Is. You do you did the Wu show. Yeah. And then they bring in the Wu show back. Yes, sir. It is. September twenty seventh. You know, like I, I look at Nas today, and it it is almost like. A, f- a certain fog has lifted. Right. That's what I mean. You know what I mean? And so like, the question is, what has lifted that fog? That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, like, what makes you want to be, for lack of a better phrase, a professional rapper now? You're doing all of the work now. You do it. You yeah. Maybe maybe yes. for the, maybe that's, for the boxes that didn't get checked off. Before Nas, he drops an album. He might hit you with a couple of videos that we don't hear from Nas. That's a that's a loaded term. He's doing show, bro, because he's doing all the rapper shit. And, and to a high yeah, level, I mean, interviews, magazine covers, I feel more you. visuals, high level. You, yeah, the past few years, we only we got. Is this the second visual for, for, from King's Disease Three? Maybe um, it's the second I childhood. So. <laughs> Maybe it's the second it's, childhood. Yeah. Multiple videos. Yeah, he's got thirty. All I'm saying is he's doing all the shit that he doesn't normally do. But the, I mean, let's take a look, look at the timeline though. Like, um, I let you know. We have 1999 where, you know, mm-hmm. I am in Nostradamus mm-hmm. and a little dip creatively um, and execution-wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then he came he came back roaring in 2001, Stillmatic, then yes, 2002, sir. Godson, and Lost Tapes. Yes, but around that time, uh, his mom's passed away. And we, we know, you know, we, 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 we could see... Well, first of all, I've, I've experienced that firsthand, so I know, I, I know what that feels like. Indeed. And, but we could also see... In him, like how that affected him, um, you know, and it, 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 he he was out of character when he was like, you know, wilding it, you know, 
you know, wilding at the at the radio stations mm-hmm. and cursing out, you know, Funk Flex and Angie Martinez and Fuck High 97 and all this shit. Like that was that was Nas is like a calm and collected dude. Like so, it, who's nobody knows but him and maybe you know a very close circle around him. Like how that might have affected him, and that's something that. You know that 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 type of feeling, that that type of pain, doesn't ever really truly go away. But like maybe he just figured out how to get over it, or how to get past it, or how to you you know just kind of deal with it um, in a in a more constructive way, right? Where it doesn't get in the way of his creativity and and his output and his passions and stuff like that. Because it's, it's very easy to cross those those wires up. You know what I mean? But I got a question. For you. Maybe he uncrossed them somewhere along the way. Do you maybe it was therapy. Who knows? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Do you think this is, you know, because I feel like as we're all getting up in age, I know there's a thing like for all of us, even Josh in the cut over here, there's a certain point, we can't pinpoint it, but there's a certain point where we just stop giving a fuck. <laughs> we're just going to do what we want to do. It's like an epiphany. Yeah. Word. I, 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 I'm slowly gradually just get into that space it's like fuck it this is me you know what I mean right. you know what I mean Yeah. and I wonder if Nas finally got to that space where it's like this is it this is who I am right. fuck fuck overthinking this shit y'all, got, y'all the same sign you the king of overthinking shit so, so it's like <laughs> so it's at a certain point it's like did he just stop overthinking this rap shit and said fuck it I'm gonna do everything now Yeah. I don't give a fuck I got maybe, nothing to lose. Maybe maybe Hit Boy tapped him on the shoulder and said, "Yo, this fucking game, you need to get this everything you fucking worth out of this shit." You know what I'm saying? You don't gave your life to this shit. You think that's what it is? Like, go get that fucking like, Grammy, fucking goat. Why you I, playing? Yeah, with yeah. go get that fucking Grammy. Look, go I, get that sold out concert. I remember. Uh, I I forgot where I read it or heard it possibly, uh, but I think I read it somewhere um, that uh, the 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 classic Nas verse for um, verbal intercourse. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, he was in the studio with Ray and um, uh, and he was spitting it for Ray, and Ray was like, oh my "God, like what the fuck?" But Nas was like, "Yeah, I don't know. It sounded alright, right? Like it's, I should change this. I should change this line. I should change this verse. I should change this. Should switch this around." And Ray was like. Bro, what the fuck are you talking about? This is the greatest <laughs> verse I ever don't fucking heard in my life. Don't do nothing, do nothing with about? that shit. What do you what? You know what I mean? And like, you know, to you know, uh, on to, to that end, um, yeah, I mean, Nas seem he seems like an overthinker, you know what I mean? And so maybe Virgo, yeah, maybe maybe Hit Boy maybe Hit Boy is that voice that that counteracts the voice mm-hmm. in his head that overthinks and overanalyzes shit. And like, you know, Hit Boy brings him out of that mode and is like, yo, you're you're doing it again. Word. You're overthinking again, you're being over uh, critical you're of fucking yourself. Fucking Nas, bro. You're over, being overcritical about the bars so. you wrote. Mm-hmm. You're this shit is an uh, this shit is an amazing uh, song, an amazing verse. You're the goat. Go with it. I knew things were different with Hit Boy and Nas when he did Spicy. Just the song. Mm-hmm. When was the last time prior to Spicy did, that he did a song like Spicy? And get vibe yeah. that. Like he trusted Bullshit. this kid because he's mm-hmm. a kid compared to Nas. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> To go in that direction. And the song was fucking fire. Let's call it what it is. You know what I mean? Favi, Ferg, Nas. Yeah. So fire that he performed it in the garden. Yeah. You see the reaction? Heavy. So, yo, listen. KD4, Magic, whatever whatever the fuck. Whatever (laughs) whatever you want. (laughs) Outside of all the trolling and joking with the fans, the people who get that it's comedy and not serious, that is because a lot of y'all... Y'all still don't get the show. I've been watching it so long. And I think y'all just come to argue with us when it comes to Nas because y'all not really realizing what's going on. So, like, 
LP who gets it, DNL who gets it, Nas to go, you guys and the rest get of you, you Marcos, a lot of y'all who get the show and realize it's jokes and we're at the lunch table. Shout out to y'all. But when Nas drops, I'm gonna tune in. And if it's fire, I'm gonna say it's fire. It is what it is. It's documented. He dropped four albums in a row. Arguable classics. And I think statistically, I gave it the highest marks. For you did. All, all the jokes that y'all, y'all, y'all hear from me, when the music <laughs> drops, I don't got shit to say, but nothing but nothing but good shit I should say. If it's if it's good, it's good. Right. Put it that way. So before, we had another topic, right? But I, I wanted to get you guys' opinions. It's not necessarily topic. It's not no news or whatever. In case you don't got to do no research. This is a matter of opinion. And I want to hear from you guys. Didn't even come to you first. So while I was getting ready to come to the studio... I'm listening to my expert opinion. Shout out to Math. Yet again, giving us content at the Rap Round Table. He had DJ Self on there. And DJ Self made a comment about radio. Saying that radio is not supposed to break artists. Not, not supposed to like inform or, or allow you for discovery. But more so for listeners to sing along. Mm. I kind of got a little triggered when I heard that because I felt like I discovered a lot of shit on the on radio. radio. <laughs> so when he said that it's not about discovery, it's about singing along, I was like, I got to ask y'all guys what y'all think about this. So what do you think when you hear that, Dean? Um, I think it's kind of bullshit, you uh, know? Okay. Like, okay. talk to me. If not for the radio, I wouldn't have heard a lot of music. You know what I'm saying? It's kinda was it kinda was the breaker. Mm-hmm. The DJs were on the radio and they were breaking all the tunes. Mm-hmm. So if the radio and the DJ wasn't breaking you, who was breaking you back then before you can just stream somebody's music? Who who what what inf- what made you go get that CD? Where was the direction? Mm-hmm. The radio. It was the sound like I mean we had later on, you know, we had our lime wires and our, you know, our bullshit like that. Well, so, so some people might say the club. But yeah. not every song was meant for the club. And then at so. what age does that kick in? We're not in the club when we was 12, 13, right. 14 years old. Yeah. We pretty much most of the time when we fell in love with the game. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But but people might say that the the you know the the path was the club first, breaking in the club, see the reaction, and then slip it to a radio DJ. That, you know what I mean? I, I work with that. But um but yeah, again, like that, you know still bugged out. Not not every song, not every piece of music is made for the club or for club goers. So you know what I mean? Like I re- I remember uh, shows like Future Flavors. Talk. Um, you know I I discovered uh, well I didn't discover the rule. I had heard uh, the roots before that with uh, like you know Silent Treatment and other songs from uh, um, Do You Want More? Uh, but I remember uh, hearing uh, early tracks from Illadelph Half Life. And at the time, I, I wasn't familiar enough with the roots to be like, oh, that's the roots or oh, that's Black Thought. You know what I mean? But I remember hearing this uh, the song Section mm-hmm. and I was like, this shit is amazing. That's That became like my my favorite song for like a good long while. Hold on, Sam. Yeah. I'm listening to this beat. And you had the nerve to take the drum out. And now one point right there, it was like a little drop and no drum before the drums came yeah. back in. All yeah. right, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the little, right, little yeah, non samples. All right, no my, sample snitching. Yeah, <laughs> flexing my muscle nah, a little bit. Because that little drop came, I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. go ahead. <laughs> Hit you Tough. right in the sweet spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tough. Go ahead, Sid. Doing what it's supposed um, to do. Yeah, but what was I saying? Yeah, it's a uh, section. And, uh, you know, and this was back in the day where, like, you know, you throw a cassette in and see what. You know, Pete Rock and Marley Marl were, were going to play on the radio, but it's the ra- it was still the radio. You know what I mean? It wasn't Angie Martinez, it wasn't Wendy Williams, but it was still the radio. Like the radio had to have a place mm-hmm. in in the, in, the, in a small platform for breaking records, for 
you know, getting records in there that weren't made for the club or for the party. You know, didn't what I mean? he break Cardi? Like, wasn't he the nigga that kind of got Cardi off the ground? Who? Self. I think he played a role uh, for for playing her music say, in the clubs, bro. I believe so. I can't. I can't speak to that, but I believe so. But yeah, man, it can't. Like the radio can't just be. I mean, I guess it's 2023 now, but it's at what uh, uh, you know Back at then, what mattered, you know bro. once upon a time at what point in time uh, there were different shows for different markets and different purposes man and this you know just circling back to to what i was saying that we we gotta you know appreciate the entirety of the culture um and and not just cater to just like one crowd and one type of listener like we gotta you know we gotta open up the radio waves again to you know be able to you know uh uh, have like an under like a rome streets possibly Mm -hmm. playing on the radio you know what i mean yo here's what i'll say because I actually watched the clip and I got a bit of a lead up into that actual sentence. For me, I took it as a cop out. By that, I mean, he's he's basically playing defense for the people. Like, say now Dini has a record who wants to be played. Yourself, why you not playing my record? He's basically saying that it's not his responsibility <laughs> to break your record on the mm. radio. He, he kind of laid out what Sin said, too, about the club and... He'll, he'll check the temperature in the club, and, it, and if it rings off in the club, eventually he'll play it on the air. But then he lost me when he said that it's not about discovery with radio. I, don't, I think that it, you sh- the business of, of hip-hop and the business of radio and the business of just the record business has fucked up radio so bad to where a DJ self can say this. Because I remember when I was a kid, Flex at 7, if he had a new joint, he was breaking the record. He was... He's right. playing like 27 times with like 100 bombs. Facts. You know what I mean? New Music became such a, such an entity that Hot 97 had a show called New at 2. Mm-hmm. But it, for that, for, I think from 2 to 2.30, they were playing new music that you may or may not have heard. Even in more recent times, satellite radio. Yeah. I heard a lot of songs from a lot of artists who eventually became celebrities on satellite when I thought they were nobodies. Mm-hmm. Two, three years later, they're out of here. And I remember hearing this song, Hell, with, with Future, when DS2 had, when Future went on his run, started with DS2, mm. I heard trap niggas and fuck up some commas on satellite, just in passing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Heavy radio like, play. Next Six months later, fuck up some commas and trap niggas is going viral. Viral, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, it's all about discovery. Yeah, you might want to hit, like, and it's like, and I guess it's, it's so fucked up because I talked about it on the live. It's like, I'm hearing Burner Boy all day on a rap station. Is it a rap station anymore? No. Or is it just popular black music? There you go. You know what I mean? Because I didn't tune in for this. Like, my Hot 97 is a rap station. I didn't mind when you sprinkled in some shit. But I'm saying, like, they're running Burner Boy into the ground. I don't know what he's saying. Thames. Thames. Uh, yeah. They're running these songs into the ground. Go ahead. I know you had something to say, Peter. Um, Basically, to, to, to second what you were saying, even even when you had your your, your K-Slays, mm-hmm. your Clues, that still was new music. Boom. You know what I'm exactly. saying? We tapped into those Monday guys. Night Mixtape. There you go. We tapped in for the new music. Then you had your yourselves and your flexes who play kind of like the the, the big mm-hmm. hits you know but we still tapped into the radio for new music bro. i discovered papoose via k slate thursday nights at midnight r.i.p the drama kid i remember when it was a big deal that he got that extra hour on hot a, it was it went from one to a two hour show mad artists got it got poop papoose a deal you know playing, what i'm saying so, off, um K-Slay. i thought that was a cop out i was like when he said it i was like oh i gotta ask these niggas because this is crazy as a dj saying that it's not about breaking records it's not about discoveries about singing along he's a club dj so then too. that that explains why we hate the songs that we do hear on the radio are on the radio it's not about yeah, man. it's not about That's the sad. culture That's anymore it's, it's strictly not. about it's the dollars numbers sad state of affairs man. absolutely
Then I was scrolling through the internet and, and I see I saw a headline on Hip Hop DX where Jada Kiss was saying that record labels should be held responsible for the violent lyrics just as much as the artists because you know they're sanctioning it by allowing the music to come out. Mm-hmm. So, Denny, once again, I come to you. What do you think about Kiss's comments in that regard? I, I do agree. I do agree. I, it, I think it still is a responsibility on the artist, though. But if if the the labels are cutting checks for guys to rap a certain way, you know, people are gonna rap that way. Facts. So I, I get where Kiss is coming from with that, but you still got to give people accountability where they deserve. You know, you still you still chose to rap that way, so that's the rap. But I, I see where he's coming from with that. I would say I say is, it's fifty fifty. Is it is this uh, is there context to this? Is this in regard to like? Uh, lyrics being, uh, you know, uh, yes, used as evidence in yes. in cases. Well, then, yeah, fuck yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, it was that, and and along the lines of like how the violence translates to the the, the lyrical violence translates to actual street violence. Because like you see how drill music took yes. over. You don't yeah, think the was in, yeah. I mean, again, I'm not I'm not heavy into the drill thing, but I, you know, from afar, like I see I see what's going on over there. But you know, it, it's it, it's it's a wild. It's a wild time and it's a wild state of affairs for for that for that scene. But um, but if if lyrics are going to be brought up as evidence uh, in a court case, if you're a signed artist, you 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 didn't put that record out by yourself. Like there's people backing you. There's people putting in money into you and making money from you. So what what's gonna happen? Like. You you spit a verse about you know spitting the block and 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 you know shooting this kid up, mm-hmm. and, and then you you in court, but the label is still making money off that record while you about to see like you know twenty years like. Right, and right, if you right. die, they see money too. So the, the fuck kind of say yeah we we, we remember what, what Mace Big you know money broke down die. for us yeah shout out to Mace um, nah that yeah man like come for the labels too man it, it, you know what I mean like you it, it, it's only right it's only fair man fuck out of here. Fuck out of here, indeed. Um, after what Mace told us about like the insurance policies, yeah. and, and how Big they money. how they profit from rapper death, I'm I'm with Mace. I'm with Kiss. If you put out an onus that we're not gonna push this music, if it's op music or music that's smoking on this person or whatever the case may be, you want to talk violence in your raps, cool. But once you start getting into t- real people who may or may not be dead, the labels should not put that music out. Now, granted, there's different avenues for artists to put out music. You can just throw it on SoundCloud mm-hmm. and it'll do what it does, but he won't profit from it. No backing. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that the, the label is just to blame. I think going all the way back to, to, to the Pac and Biggie shit, like at no point did those parent companies jump in. No, no, nobody at Interscope said anything. Nobody at Aris said anything. Hey, guys, let's mm-hmm. take a step back here. You're fucking the money up because they were actually printing money instead. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I think that's a problem. I, I, the, the, these, these white label owners. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, Walter. Sorry, Walter. Shout <laughs> to Walt, man. They, they see what's going on. They see how the energy turns into profit, and they just want the. They want to make sure that they're in the green by any means necessary. necessary. And it's nasty. And I, I salute to Kiss. It's great to watch Kiss go from being a street nigga. To now be in the wise OG. Yep. You know what I mean? We we saw his whole evolution. 20 years ago, that was not his. He was trying to be puff up to get yeah. out of the contract. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Tough. To second what you were saying again, um, 
I don't know if you remember when the, the shit happened at Irving Plaza and the whole big deal happened. Yeah. And they said that with, with Troy no, Avenue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, Tax Stone. No, no, basically like violent rap shit was allowed. Like they wasn't taking in no hardcore rap niggas into the spot. Mm-hmm. You don't think that had a change on on people's output? Yeah. As far as now, this shit's fucking up our money. If yeah. the labels I agreed, if the labels were doing things to fuck up the money, if those kind of lyrics were out there. Then you know you That's would a see great a change. point Because Urban Plaza Was a big part of Bro. Bad niggas roller I think even T.I. Was doing Urban mm-hmm. Plaza Huge like, You know what I mean That was like the le- If you was like Dropping your album that week And you was in New York Again t- you saw the niggas Who get mad at us <laughs> They were in New York The week the album dropped yeah. And they were playing At Urban Plaza If there wasn't An album release party They were performing there It's a big deal You, you, you label heads Again Hip Hop 50 Sense Point we're trying to evolve the culture to be something a little more pure and a little less cloudy. Word. There's ways and means to make money without violence. For everything we want to say about Drake and J. Cole, more Drake, <laughs> especially more, way more Drake than J. Cole, they're showing you how to make money in this rap shit without having to do none of that violent shit. Good man. Sonics, man. It's clear that there's an avenue for it. Look at Glorilla. Glorilla's viral. She's not the thug rapper. Bruh. She's having a blast. Shout out yeah. to Glow. Big Glow. You know what I mean? I like what she's doing. Kendrick Lamar is, is cooking up, educating niggas. True. Printing money. It's possible. That's all I'm saying. It's definitely doable. Nas. Recently. Yes. Bingo. Independent. It's doable. Mass Appeal. Making money. Doing shows. Pure rap. Street tales, but not like publicizing right, or galvanizing right, right. the violence yeah. but he's showing you what's going on but at his heart of hearts he'd rather everybody be at peace and at love with one another yeah. and there's room for that shit there I ain't saying don't be a street nigga but the art music side of it even at my job these kids <clears throat> is playing the fucking drill music I'm like yo turn that off I don't want to hear no art music it's you gotta vibing. be in the mood for that shit man like man. I only want to hear vibey drill I don't want to hear no drill that's about spinning the block and shooting up Batman voice oh <laughs> come on son yeah anyway so uh J. Cole speaking of J. Cole yes drop the record with J-Hope I'm gonna come clean guys I have no idea who J-Hope is J J member of BTS that the Korean um, boy band. Yeah, K-pop. K-pop? Yeah. Rapping? Had to Google that. Not rapping. Singing. Singing. Like a pop group. Yeah. Okay. But but, uh, but the the beat is like super like 90s era boom bap. Can I say something about the beat? Drum break. I got got a gripe. You know, I usually let you guys cook. (laughs) Yo, I heard that beat and I got so mad, bro. Why? It sounded like a white guy made it. Trying to like, <laughs> trying, like, trying to be yo, yeah. <laughs> it took me back to my days when I was going to IAR and it was like, this is how you make a beat. You know what I mean? And it was like, all right, this is this is how you make a hip hop beat. And, and it had the the, the 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 tempo set at a certain point. I'm not and the drums at a certain place. This is what the drums, the hip hop drums should sound it's, like. It sounded like some fucking NBC on a Saturday morning hip hop shit. I tried to look I was past very upset. I, I tried. I eventually got there, but I was like, this beat made me upset at first, but go ahead, Sam. Yeah, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. It it's got it was cosplaying as rap. <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, it, it it does have a bit of that vibe, but I I don't know. Like, call me call me a sucker for nostalgia, man. Like the the classic drum break. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The scratches in there. I'm not too mad at it. You know what I mean, I didn't I didn't love fit? it, huh? You just want to throw on your baggy denim fit with the hoodie. <laughs> My Carl Canai on. <laughs> you know what I mean? My overalls. <laughs> Do it. Yeah, man. Starter cap to the back. Talk about it. Um, 
yeah, no, I, I, I got, I kind of got that vibe too, but I wasn't as mad at it as uh, it sounded like you were. Mm. Um, but let's talk about J. Cole, man. Mm, okay. Feature Spittin'. Cole Spittin'. is undefeated. With some Korean niggas. Undefeated, <laughs> and now he's go he's going after that K-pop bag? Shit. Yo, Cole, Cole is out of here, man. Cole is out of here. Shouts to him, man, for real. Yo, not for nothing, as mad as I was, did chill? <laughs> as mad as I was at the beat, when Cole got on, I'm gonna come clean. I was fully expecting him to go back into like his 09, 2010 bag with, with, a, with a flow I didn't want to hear. Mm. I'm like, Cole, why did you demolish this bum ass beat like this? <laughs> the nigga said your top 10 is like a golden corral. I'm like, yeah, yo, yum, yum, yum. yummy. The pocket yo, work, yeah, the rhyme cooking. schemes, definitely I, cooking. I, 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 On that beat, what the fuck is your problem? Chill out, Cole. Yeah, he, he didn't, I mean, <laughs> He really didn't need to go that hard, Paul. All right, so I'm not wild. On a, right. on a, on a K-pop track. Um, but what, uh, remind me to refresh my memory. What what place was Cole in, in the top 50 of all time? Shit. I was he, remember, gang. Do we remember him being at all. there? No, he's is on he, the list. I think he's on, on the Billboard list. top 50? He was on the list? I think I remember him being at least on the list. I, I have to go back if and If we got check. a question, that means his placement is low, Bad bro. work. I ain't even gonna lie, bro. I ain't gonna hold you, fam. The Asian dude shit you. was trash to me, bro. I hate to say it. Oh. I tried to soak it up. You know, first of all, oh. I'm biased because I don't really like them accents when niggas be rapping. I don't. And it has nothing to do with it's not. That's nothing to do with Asian folks. That's nothing he to hates do with drill rap in I, England. He I, can't stand. If you it. have an accent when you rap, and I don't mean an accent like like a like a LA accent, like a like a New York accent, like a down south accent. I mean if you have like one of them bloody blokes kind of yes. accents, that's kind of hard yes. for me to digest. Yes. If you have like the the flow that um, like you'll never listen to Central C. I can't, bro. Listening like I listen to like one song from Gigs and I turn it off. After that, I'm just one and done. I love it though. One and done. I love me some 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 accents on raps. I was listening to this shit like, yo, when the fuck does J Cole get on this record, bro? Listening to this, the chorus was. You have a touchscreen phone, just. (laughs) You know what I mean? Just that was mid the beat. Was mid to me till mm-hmm. J Cole obviously finessed it, mm-hmm. and then and then I watched the video, bro. The nigga with the widow jeans and the Averex. I ain't watched the video, bro. You, you know what? And it, you know what took me out at the end. And this might be my Dini bias. The dap he gave Cole at the end of the video was not a hip hop dap, bro. It, it was it was a it was not a it was like I'm, yes yes <laughs> yes I'm that big on the culture. It was more like a. Like nobody he's said, yo, bro, redo that dap. If, if I was the choreographer for that video, Koreatown in the Bronx, redo that dap. He's from a Korean boy he band, he doesn't even know bro. how to dap like a New York I, nigga. You gotta teach the nigga how to dap for the video. You don't gotta do shit, but take the bag. <laughs> we see how the video turned out. Oh, you'll see how. The, I don't have any, in the video, right, guys. Full disclosure, I'm not gonna watch the video. I was okay. not happy with the video. I, I just thought J. Music. Cole did his thing. I'm not a I'm not a big I fan of the, the K pop rap. Bro, I couldn't believe he rapped like that on that. Bro. Cause it was like I thought he was gonna go into his 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 early Cole bag and hit some melodic flow shit. And it's like You I know what the worst part about that is I listened to that after I listened to the Rome, the new Rome. Mm. That didn't that help. Was a be- no, that wasn't a good idea. That didn't help. <laughs> that wasn't really a good idea. Help. You don't go from Rome streets to that. You're supposed to go to Co- from, from Cole. I don't have Cole have time. You go <laughs> let me Alright, so for future reference. You go K-pop cold, and then you get the palate cleanser with Rome. There you go. That's how that works. That's how I should have did it. You know what I mean? That, but the shit, I, I, I almost started laughing because it's like, Cole really got a point to prove. It's like, why would you rap like that on this beat? 
He can't even think of like one of his like a, a, a great verse. Like that should have been a throwaway. We're gonna check tomorrow. She's gonna be like yeah. 18 million views. That's why you rap Damn, like that. That should have been a throwaway verse. And he said, you know what? I'm a wild up all y'all bum ass list. Smart move by on a, Cole. On a, on, a, on a K-pop record. Smart move by Cole. He knows it's gonna it, get it is. Them dudes are big. Them BTS I'm, dudes are huge. I'm gonna just ask a question at this point. Can anybody fuck with Cole? At this point right now, Today? on a feature? Right now? On a feature or in general? In general. You gotta drop an album. I'm sure. I'm sure you have something to say about that with your boy Kenny. All right, so chat. Feature feature Cole is undefeated. I keep saying it. So chat. Feature Cole is undefeated. Send Dini and Mace when he gets back. If if Cole comes back this year, and I think for all intents and purposes he is dropping this year, and the album is fire, we're gonna revisit this question about can anybody fuck with Cole? We're going to have to have that conversation. I think we're almost to the point where we have to have that conversation. You ready for know, that, bro? I, I know my boy Eno. He was on, uh, in, uh, on, uh, on IG Stories. Eno, uh, he, he was giving Cole the crown after this verse. I mean, he's been, he's been doing that for a minute, but he's just reiterating. like He thinks he strikes me as a Kenny It's a real Cole, question now. Cole is, um, you know, the current rap king. I'm asking the question, so I mean, it's hard to. It's hard to. It's really he was hard at, to but, and, and just to circle back to this, uh, J Cole was 15 on the Billboard and Vibe. I mean, I'm not mad at that. Didn't even start the, rapping until the. The funny the thing about the Billboard list is that some of the placements I'm not mad at, and then some of the placements are head scratches. It's like a. It's a strange list. What year was the Blueprint three? Oh nine. So I mean, from 09 to 023 to earn a 15 spot, that's pretty amazing, isn't it? Not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 14 years. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you know, Kendrick at number two. That's you know, that's, you know how I feel <laughs> about that. Number, if Kendrick uh, was 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 Kendrick for the last six or seven years from day one, he might move Cole out the way. I mean, I mean, if Cole was like how he was, he'd move Kendrick out the way. Because mm-hmm. possibly. Right now, I feel yeah. like if they ever wanted to get staticky, I'm, my money's on, on Cole. Cole, <laughs> Wait, he's Cole that, get he's him out of there. Right yeah, now. I mean, but but it, I mean, it, and people had already kind of like drawn a parallel between Cole and Nas, but mm-hmm. you know, in yeah, Cole in a shorter window of time, but Cole is is kind of in in that same situation where it's like, yo, what the fuck got into you, bro? Like. What made you all of a sudden go Super Saiyan with the Griselda? Niggas wasn't feeling that college shit, bro. Griselda. <laughs> Griselda made everybody pick their fucking pen up. We got to call it what it is. That is true. They did put everybody Griselda on the Griselda made run. everybody pick their pen up. Shout bro. out to Griselda. Moving moving on. Boom! Oh, real quick, though. Okay. Because um, I, wanted, I wanted to touch on this. What do we think of uh, Drake and Cole joining forces for that, uh, that festival? Drake knew, knew where his bread it. is buttered. Drake goes where it's hot. He don't go where it's lukewarm, <laughs> marinating. You gotta be hot. If we, oh, this mad niggas is calling Drake number one right now. And if they're not saying Drake is number one, they're saying Cole is number one. They call him Mr. Morale and the big step is mid. <laughs> so he's gonna go with the hot, the other hot nigga at the moment. Ah, no, listen, I'm not starting trouble. What I'm saying is, mm. the, I'm mm. having a perception conversation. There's, there's, there's a nice tension who believe in it, and there's a nice tension who don't. That's all I'm it. saying. Be clear. That's this it. is not my opinion. He, Drake goes where pop culture goes, mm, or the okay. popular opinion goes. Popular opinion is if it's not him, it's Cole right now. He gonna go stand next to Cole. We might get some music out of it too. I don't know. Hopefully, I don't know. I'm sorry. How I might want to pop out for that Dreamville Fest if I can. Make I think it. we might have to. We might have to. We it's are the culture. It's early June, right? It's Philly. It's in PA. No, no, no. It's a. It's in. Uh, isn't it North Carolina? I feel like it was a. No, no Roots, the Roots, Roots picnic. picnic Roots, I'm thinking about the Philly. Picnic, my fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the Dreamville yeah. Fest. You gotta hit there too, to be honest. North Carolina. 
You might uh, see us out here a lot in these streets. We were supposed to go to the shit before COVID came and shut everything down. Yeah, 2019. Yeah. That was a sweet price that point a, too, man. That was man. a good show. Was, good tickets were the good, lineup man. was nice too. You wanna hear my take? Yeah, yeah, yeah bring it. it. I think Kendrick made him join forces. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Sin. Kendrick is such a force. If these here. two was like, yo, the we got to we got, we got join up. We got to work the together, man, because this guy is too much of a beast. I know man. real sin and I know stir the pot. This is like definitely stir the pot sin. Where did he come from? When, and why do we fucking keep Drake acting like he's somebody ever. that we need to fuck with? Shout yeah. out get to you, Lord. Like Shout out to you, Lord. When does that happen? I want problems. Always. All of a sudden, Ke- how you make that connection? Ken- that's wild. Ken- I'm Sin. saying Kendrick. You don't even go this hard for nine. Massive album. That's out the Sin X He didn't drop him. Drake <laughs> the, had the biggest album. The 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 cover of the New York Times, mm-hmm. uh, number two on the Billboard uh-huh. list. They're like, yo, yo, we gotta we gotta do something about this, man. We gotta join forces to take this guy out. You know out. what? You I, think so, that's bro? the only way it's gonna happen. You know what? <laughs> Sinem became big get with these fan <laughs> theories and shit. You know what I mean? The art of yeah, sin, bro. The art of sin. You know what I mean? Anyway, he tried it. We, we're getting close to that point where Josh is gonna kick us out. So let's let's pick up the pace. Let's keep going. Alchemist and Larry June, because mm-hmm. I fucked it up on a on a rundown at first. I, I put Jay Worthy. Put out some music. Mm-hmm. Sincere threw it in the chat. Uh, I'm gonna just put it out there. I didn't love it. I didn't love any of it. I you know. I understand aesthetics. I understand BPMs. You know, Sin has made me a little more keen on the BPMs and how that plays a role with the music. And maybe I need to hear these songs within the scheme of a project. But individually, I'm not calling it whack. But it's it's like going to a fly-ass restaurant and the appetizers are not hitting. <laughs> you went to the steakhouse and they, they give you the bread and the, and the olive oil with, with a little malt vinegar in it. And, and it's... <laughs> It's just it's just oil. It's not even olive oil. It's, it's, it's corn oil. Regular co- canola. It's canola. You know what I mean? You're just salt in it. You're just not on the wavelength, bro. Maybe I'm not. Nah, nah. Maybe I'm, I'm not. Fine. I'm fucking with you. But them shits is not hitting. No, I'm I'm, uh, I'm fucking with you because I agree. I agree. Okay, talk to me, Sid. Wholeheartedly, and, and it 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 pains me to say that because um, I like Larry June. Same. Yes. Right. I love Alchemist. Same, yes, sir. You would think Larry June. Plus, Alchemist would yeah. get you a banger. Yes. But. <sighs> this shit sounds like they should have dropped in 2018. These joints are like, I, f- I feel so bad for saying this, but I feel like, like, I really feel like they're forgettable, man. Like, I I hear them one time and I'm like, I really have no intention on listening to these joints again. Holy and, shit. And Jeez. I can't, I don't. I'm trying to figure out why, because like, again, the, 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 it, it's almost like to a much smaller scale mm-hmm. uh, how I felt. You know about Nasir, the the Nas and Kanye album, because it's like uh, these are two. There's a producer I love, my favorite MC of all time. This got to be fire, um, and it it was just a dud. Um, and I, I guess I attribute it to like Larry June is is very very laid back with the flow and the delivery, right? He gets his pimp shit off, you know. What I mean, he gets his he talks his flash shit, but somewhat monotone, very laid back flow. Um, he needs something with a little more bounce to it. And Alchemist, I, I feel like he Al- Alchemist is giving him, you know, some smooth shit, but it's like the Alchemist smooth shit. It's right. not it's not the smooth shit, bouncy shit that Larry June needs. The, these beats that Alchemist is, is giving Larry June, I, I could hear Freddie Gibbs on them, yeah. and, Fre- and Freddie would, would flame them, yep. but that's because of Freddie Gibbs' 
high speed, high caliber delivery and flow uh, and rapid fire bars. You know what I mean? But Larry June, his delivery, he needs something that's a, a little bit, if if not even, if not more up tempo, just something with a little more bounce that he could like. He really, needs Nicholas Craven. He he needs mm. something to counterbalance. Is like because now you got laid back flow with laid back beats, and it's just like there's no there's no balance there. Think about what Craven did with uh, Baldy, and, and the soundscapes. Yeah, bingo. That's I let you cook. That's where you was going. Yeah, I, just to, let me just throw this in real quick. I thought the I heard sixty days. I didn't get to hear the other joint. Yeah, I thought sixty days. The beat was fire, but I just thought it was a Baldy track, not a Larry June track. Mm. It had mm. Boldy's flow, yeah, 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 Boldy's yeah. cadence, but Boldy just would have put more spice on the lyrics on it. Right, 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 you know what right. I'm saying? But yeah. other than that, I love the beat. Yeah, I could, I could have heard Boldy on that too. You know what I mean? I pass off the job. I just feel like Nicholas Craven on the flip side with his soundscapes. I like that word said when he uses it. Is that he he finds a way? He's not fully cinematic. But he has a way where he engulfs your ears mm-hmm. with shit. Shout out to Ransom. And, and, exactly. And when you have a guy like Larry June, you need something that's going to engulf your ears, envelop you, and take you somewhere. Mm-hmm. So that when the flow, especially a laid back flow, comes in there, it's just basically another instrument on top of the beat. Facts. And I felt like there was a disconnect between this, the beat and the sonics of that beat and the laid back flow of a Larry June. It was just like, eh. Somebody got to wake up. Like Bar- They both asleep. Bars just wasn't hard enough. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we needed, like, tough, big drums. Larry June needs big. Everything got to be big. Like, Larry June need to be on a beat like this playing in the background right now. Mm. Everything got to be big so they can kind of balance for it. how he approaches rapping. You know mm. what I mean? Because it's like, I'm listening to it, and it's like, I don't want this. And I don't. I, anytime I get to that space with a song, I got to turn it off because after a while, I get mad. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, <laughs> this is not good. This it is bores not, you. Right. Yeah. I didn't want that shit. But I don't, you said you heard. That's, that's pretty much. I only got to hear 60 days. I gotcha. didn't get to hear the um, is it 80 something or whatever. 89 I Earthquake. I didn't hear that one yet. I'm willing and, to rescind everything I say once the project drops and I hear it within the flow yeah. of the album. That's going to change everything for me. True. Or as of right now, as singles independently, not fucking with it. Because we felt the same way about the Freddie joint. We yeah. only heard the, the, money the too back. much. That was, It was dope, but it wasn't. It's fire. In it wasn't the, flow the game changer. But in the tone of the album, it's dope as fuck. You yeah, know, so. but I mean, two two joints, and to me, neither one of them are really moving me. Mm. And you you gonna call the joint? I don't want to shit on it too much, but you call the joint '89 Earthquake, and it doesn't sound anything like Earth. Like I don't know, <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't give you that that earthquake like earth sidebar. Makami dropped. If y'all have, if y'all didn't know, it's a new Makami tape out there. I'm gonna give you the name of it right now yeah, for the guys who love the bars. It's called Drum Roll, <laughs> Notorious Dump. Legends Volume 2 Fire I'm about 7 to 8 tracks in At the moment of this recording Fire Tap the fuck in Moving I, on I still like Larry June I still love Alchemist Just let it be Same. clear You know what I mean It's just Just wasn't happy with this set of tracks Rome Streets and Big Ghost Dropped I would call A semi-surprise album You know what I mean Nobody knew it was coming Rome kept teasing on Twitter that Yo, my new music is going to blow y'all away. My new music is going to blow y'all away. But we yeah. thought it was going to probably drop in the second quarter. Right. Or the third quarter. We don't right. know. Because yeah. the ring just dropped a couple months ago. Yeah. Another right? Griselda joint. You know right. I mean? Next thing you know, it's him and Big Ghost. That's That's wasn't Big building, Ghost. wasn't built in a day. And considering his first name, Rome wasn't, it's a, it's a figure of speech. Rome wasn't built in a day. He drops his project. 
Sincere Rap Snob, talk to me. What are your thoughts about this this tape, this collaboration with Big Yeah, Rose man, I'm happy with this. I'm, well, number one, I'm happy that uh, whenever Rome drops anything, man, because I'm a big fan. Shout out to Rome. Um, again, I mean, I, I won't I, I won't retread the steps of, of the story, but we, we know who brought Rome <laughs> to the table. Here you go. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, man, uh, and big, big ghosts. Um, again, like we've talked about this in the past, but like you know, I remember his, his blogging days. Had a hilarious blog, uh, would slander Drake every chance <laughs> that he could, and it was always fucking tears on man. time. <laughs> uh, fucking hilarious. Uh, and then all of a sudden he became a producer, and now you know he's he's kind of like that go-to producer for you know uh, underground acts that are. Uh, that are you know slightly overground, right? You know, like uh, underground that's you know flipping into the overground, uh, but they you know they they want to do a collab with a producer to like you know feed the streets or whatever. And big ghost, big ghost got beats, man. Big big ghost. Facts. Um, and, and the the uh, my introduction to big ghost uh, as a, I'm sorry, no, my introduction to Griselda was actually uh, from the Griselda Ghost project, right? Oh. So anytime. That Big Ghost puts out some like after that project, I was like, "Yo, this guy, his beats is hard, man. Anything, anything he puts out, I'm gonna listen to it." Um, so it's only you know it's only natural that Rome links up with Big Ghost. Uh, it's it's a dope project. Um, I, I love. I mean, you know, Rome is gonna bar everything up, and he does not disappoint here. Max. Um, Ghost gives him some fire beats, uh, and it's really you know it's not. I, I don't think it's meant to be like a like a grandiose. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, album or, or project or anything like that, but it's just it's dope beats over dope rhymes, and you know, like like Fonte from Little Brother once said, uh, "What more do y'all want, man? That's that's <laughs> all you can ask for, dope beats and dope rhymes." I'm happy with it, man. Right, talk, baby. Um, so I got to spin this on the way over here, and I was I was fucking impressed. Yeah, you see how we're listening to a beat like this? You gotta you gotta attack this a certain way because it's such a grandiose beat. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You gotta kind of bring a grandiose flow. All the beats that he gave that Ghost gave Rome are super laid back. Yeah, which almost worked perfectly for Rome's laid back flow. You know what I'm saying? That was the thing. The thing that jumped out to me the most on this album was the fucking rhymes, which I think should be the way it goes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The beat should complement the rhymes, right? Instead of the kind of the rhymes complementing the beat. This right. this worked. Where the rhymes were just on full display and the beat was just nicely tucked behind it. Yeah. I, this is probably the, the the hardest I've heard Rome rap. I think he rapped harder than this than he rapped on the other one. Mm. The bars are tough on this. And the skits. Mm. Can we talk yeah. about skits? Shout out to the homie that did the Ken and Ryu shit, bro. Mm. I didn't. There was a dude named Swab and there was a dude named Lukey Cage. I don't yeah. know which is the one Lu- that was. Lukey Cage did. It. Shout out to Lukey. The bring those back. Bring back the feel of when an album made you think about more than just the raps. Yeah, Made yeah. you think about more than just the songs. There was actual other things in the background that kind of like, yo, I want to just, even if you just want to listen to the skit one time, it got you into the album. Right. Bring back skits. Shout out to China. Um, I, I, I like it, bro. A lot. Yeah. I only, got, only gave it one spin, but I was really immense in the bars. And, and you know what it is? I, I think Big Ghost did a good job of staying within a BPM range that is tailor made for Rome's raps and delivery. It's perfect. Um, you know, some sometimes on the kiss, you know, I like Kiss the Rain, but like sometimes there was a couple beats that I was like, oh, this is a little, Conductor. it's a little too fat. Like, yeah, it's it's just a little too sped up 
And it's like I felt like Rome was trying to catch up to the beat and 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 match his flow to the beat. I think you know Big Ghost, like he did a good job of complement, as you said, Max. the beats were tailor made and co- to complement uh, Rome's flow and delivery, and he was able to like really lean into the, that yeah. pocket that he loves. You know Thanks, what I mean? man. What I say is, and I'll, I'll piggyback off of sincere to use another sports analogy. It's like. You watch baseball, right? The All-Star Game, All-Star Week, or whatever it is, they have the Home Run Derby. And and the, the trick about Home Run Derby is, is to have a pitcher who grooves the pitch in a way where it lands right in the zone for you to knock it out the park consistently. Mm-hmm. And the guys who've been real successful in the Home Run Derby usually come with their own pitcher who, desire, who, who knows exactly where to place that ball for you to hit as many home runs as possible. And I think that big ghost was that pitcher for Roman Street's to have a hell of a home run derby performance on wasn't built in a day. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna step out and I'm gonna say it off the rip before I get into the project. To me, to me, if you disagree, that's okay. This is better than Kiss the Ring. Talk Ooh. about it. I think sonically, Take. it's better. Talk about it. Beat for beat, better. better. Bar for bar. As far as bar for bar. You see, it's always dope to see rappers get better. Or, or in, in, I won't even say Rome got better, but he's defined tuning. Meeting Rome, being around him, and just picking up on his energy. The thing I can say about him is, is that he's very much aware of his space. He knows where he's at. Heavy on the attention to detail. You know what I'm saying? And I think that when he writes his rhymes, it's a lot of detail. If he's watching some sports, there were some Kyrie bars in there. He, he's, he's, he's jotting that shit down. Let me throw some Kyrie bars in there. He, he's present in the moment and he cooks. Then I'm hearing these beats and it's like musicality. Sometimes you hear these loops these, and it's like, all right, it's a loop. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of musicality in there. <laughs> beat by beat by beat, a lot more layers. In my opinion, yeah. I'm sorry if you disagree. No disrespect to the conductor fans. Mm-hmm. But I felt like Big Ghost brought his A game for Rome Streets. Yeah. I don't know like I don't know what the, the what the process was for that tape as far as were they together? Was there some emails back and forth? Do this, do that, this is what I need. But as far as beat by beat by beat, I'm like, yes, this is what we need. This th- these are the pitches for Rome to have a 20 home run round in the home run derby. Then we get the skits. And the skits are bleeding into the tracks. They're not skits <laughs> right. for the sake of a fucking skit. Facts. They're bleeding into each track. Ken Ryu. It's, it's, it's adding a certain aesthetic, a certain New York aesthetic. Because homie Lukey Cage is a New York nigga through and through. The fuck Ken and Eddie Gordo shit. Play, <laughs> use Dial Sim. Get nigga, out of here. I Pumping played Street Fighter Five when I was playing it. I used Urian. I wasn't even using Ken Ryan. <laughs> so when he was talking that shit, adventuring off and playing different Expand characters, your horizons. expanding your horizons. I go to the I, I go to the rest of the steakhouse, but I might order the fucking oysters. Yeah, niggas is ordering chicken fingers at the steakhouse. <laughs> I want some oysters before I get to my ribeye. You know what I mean? I want to try some different shit. Yes, sir. I want the fucking raw bar tower. You dig mm. with, with the fucking limes and the cocktail sauce and eh? shit. And I want to try some shit. Talk Live about a it. little. That was the gist of that skit. Mm-hmm. Front to back. Better than Kiss the Ring. You could, you could feel the way if Josh says it. And that's not disrespect to Kiss the Ring. Not at all. 
Again, when you start comparing artists against themselves, it's not about disrespect. It's That's about how you know how the people take how it. How are they pushing the envelope? Rome is pushing himself. Rome, I think he's entered that space where it's like there's a nigga who knows he's good. Like Sin knows he know he's good at making beats. Once you know you're good, to me the next evolution of knowing you're good is entering what I call rare form. Mm. I think Rome is on the way to rare form. And this project right here is him somewhere in between I know I'm dope and rare form. I'll tell you what the difference was. The difference was Kiss the Ring was a Griselda album made yeah. for Rome. This album was a Rome album made for Rome. Boom. Right. Boom. And and I, and I and I agree with that. And it's like, say what you will, curse me out. I didn't want to handle that that fucking conductor shit <laughs> over all of these songs. I like conductor. I like the drop, but hearing it over and over again, Louder. I don't want to hear him. I want to hear Rome rap. The fuck, like I'm not asking a bought up nigga to play the back for a producer's ad lib. Yeah, I want to hear the raps. Facts. And the shit was yelling over his raps. Conductor, conductor. On this track, yeah. Big Ghost knew his position. There's a Jordan, there's a Pippin. Just beats. Yeah. No extra loud shit in the back. <laughs> just beats. <laughs> Cook, Rome. Cook. Be the best Pippin you can be, Big Ghost. Word. And let Jordan get the bucket. And you did that. And he did that. Word. UFO Thief yeah. dropped Peyton Houses. <clears throat> I'm fucking with this project. And it's not even about, like, for all the technical shit we just talked about, with, with Roman Streets and the beats and, and the bars and all of that. Be clear. Fever's is nice. Shout In fact, Fever is better than niggas give him credit for. Like, he's super nice. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I can't, uh, when, he hit, when he says certain shit in his raps and I hear what he has to say, I can understand his perspective now because he's not average at all. He's really fucking Facts. good. But there's a certain level of a sincere word again. He's very earnest in his mm-hmm. raps. And my takeaway from that project was, you don't get rap rappers are superheroes. And this nigga was an open book on yeah. his project. Yeah. And I think for me, front to back, I'm driving to campus and shit. And I'm like, this nigga's really letting you know who the fuck Feeve is. He's talking about a lot of shit uptown, a lot of different struggles he's had, a lot of life struggles he's had, yeah. a lot of rap struggles he's had. And somehow or the other, he still came away with that saying, I'm killing these niggas. I'm painting houses. I like that project front to back. I might like it more than the Rome project. Maybe I'm tripping. Ooh, I, ain't, I ain't get to tap into it yet. I might. Last I th- might. Last thing I heard was the, the Sunsets in the Ghetto joint. Bro. The 2022 album. Jarve with the hot takes. He, late in the game. Because it's like. Is that dope? Like that? Because it's like. It's rare. It's a good. Now. It's a good. It's a good it's I'm going to tap in tonight. It's rare that niggas is opening up themselves to the listener like that. In this climate. Yeah. Heavy interest. From a Harlem nigga. Yeah. It's a big deal. I need to hear that. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, I'll just, you know, uh, second what you're saying. Uh, you know, not everybody's going to be a Rome Streets, and uh, absolutely zero disrespect to, you know, UFO or anybody that's not as nice as, because Rome Streets is just he's like... He's a barsmith, man. He's a barsmith. Like, but what what I love about Feeve is, like you said, like, for one, the the, the flow is ill. The, his, um, his choice of words, you know what I mean? Uh, the the way that he tells his stories and he tells a lot of stories and that's what I really really dig about him in general and this project specifically is that you know he's not not only is a a good storyteller really good storyteller but like he's not afraid of telling you stories that a lot of other motherfuckers might not want to tell you you know what I mean like really getting personal really telling you about his real life 
struggles Deep and shit. about you know his family and his upbringing and, and stuff like you know like everybody has we know that everybody has a story but not everybody's willing to go in depth with it or be completely honest about it um you know be er as earnest as he is um or e even as vulnerable in saying that you know maybe you know like i get a lot of feeling of like you know yeah i've been through a lot of shit maybe the shit that i went through might have been partly my fault maybe i shouldn't you know what i mean it's that it's that accountability mm. uh in his stories that really would have would have murked you yeah you know what i mean uh the accountability in his stories and his bars like it's really really refreshing right um the product the production is great um and then you know as we were talking about the the rome project or dini was talking about the rome project the connective tissue with the skits mm -hmm. um and both of these projects is, is crazy because they did they come out like the same day or like one day apart one day apart right um and both they were both dope projects uh but both you know heavy on the skits but like the skits really it, it's not again it's not skits for the sake of skits it's skits that is connective tissue for a narrative the in the along, album yes. and moving the story along you know what i mean and so that's a you know it, you know dini just said it I've said it before. Um, I, I feel like in today's day and age, there's so much um, uh, pressure to just do, uh, you know, deliver song, 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 song. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But it, it, lost in that is, you know, narrative, themes, connective tissue. And a lot of people may not like skits. I always loved skits on albums because when it was done well, when it was done properly, uh, it formed that connective tissue be between the the, 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 the the beginning, middle, and end, and between the songs. And both of these projects, both Rome Streets and UFO Thieves projects, do that very, very well. Listen, if you haven't tapped in chat, Rome Streets wasn't built in a day. UFO Feed, painting houses. You need to add it to your collection for your commutes, for your drives, or just because. If you love rap, you love high-level rap, you love bars, you love storytelling, you love cohesive projects, add these two to your list immediately. We're not playing with you. Tap in. Thanks. Check them out, bro. Real quick, before we get out of here, my favorite segment. <laughs> the mailbag. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. We got we had, we had a lot of options, but I kept it real simple this week. We had a couple of super chats in here as well. You know what I mean? Because, you know, people spend their hard-earned money you know what i mean <laughs> and we're gonna get to those in a second but we're gonna start off hot fellas yes sir harry Poole says and he was he commented on i think this was from the wayne segment that we did about wayne responded thinking he might be the, the best of all time we also got a little gip slander in there <laughs> he says big gip is the father of incoherent mumble rap he brags as if the ATL slash South didn't single-handedly dumb down the music to the stripper porn stri stri whoa, stripper porn soundtracks. Damn it, man! Pill popping, cough syrup drinking babble that it is. Also, as always, Pharaoh March is a one thousand times better than three thousand and created that style slash flow first. Whoa. I'm gonna let both of you guys have at it, but I'm gonna let Sin wait. Hold on, Sin. You would you met Pharaoh March the Ooh, night before? I did. First, the big get part of that. What do you say to him saying that Atlanta is the father of pill popping, cough drop syrup, babble, et cetera, et cetera? But with the with the popping and the the all the drinking and all that, I say Texas is kind of in there too. Yes. But 
but it's not too far off. You know what I'm saying? Be careful, it's, not, it's not too. It's not too far off. Not too far off. But what about Pharaoh Munch is one thousand times better than three stacks and created that style and flow first. Wasn't Andre three thousand not like forever ago before fucking Pharaoh Munch though? There you go. Uh, no. What year did uh, Pharaoh? I'm gonna have to correct both. Pharaoh Munch was out before Outcast. Pharaoh Munch was in organized confusion. Ah, organized confusion you're was right, out before you're right. Yes, I'm thinking about the solo act. Solo act. Solo act. Yes, the group aspect. but yeah. Okay, I mean, if you look at it from that perspective, he may have he may have a little point there. I don't. And, and, I don't. I like, know. What I like, do you have to say about the three sacks bottle? Yeah. Uh, Talk to me, I don't. I don't. The, I don't see. And I've I've listened to both of them heavily. I don't. I don't see the connection. I never heard it. I don't see it. Like, what the fuck is he talking about? Hit him with the drop, bro. Okay. Fair, fair, fair. Where did, what the where, fuck are you talking where about? Where do you see the similarities between Pharrell Munch and Andre Pharrell Munch is really hard hitting as opposed to Drake's Maybe the technical, maybe the flow, the cadence. The, the, techni- uh, the technical ability may be. The, the, the may technical be, ability, yeah, but like the delivery is. Double time flow. Night and day. Josh, do you see? No, right? That guy's bugging. Josh was like, no. That melodic <laughs> shit. <laughs> All right. Next meal Fer- back. Quick entry. question. Pharrell Monch or Drado? Pharrell Monch or, or what? Dre three, three, or 3,000? Because I don't know who you meant the first time. I'm not going to Drado. I was like, I mean, Pharrell Monch has a solo album that I love, so I'm going to have to go with Pharrell. I'll take he it. Copped out. <laughs> I'll I, take I, it. I mean, again. Andre does it. not have that solo album. I'm just saying when it comes okay. to technical ability, like he's up there, but the like, album matters. All right, let's get to the next entry. Tabari Mosi says, and he was responding to, of course, the Wayne thing. Oh. But then he got into the Gip and said, if Gip spit bars like he gossip, Goody Bob <laughs> might still be relevant. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's harsh. Wow, bro. That's crazy. That's hard. Factual, but harsh. Hey, hey, look, look. What's his name again? Tabari Mosi. Oh, Listen, Java Grease. Because <laughs> shout out to you, man. He was the first nigga I seen to actually call it what it is. A lot of the stories that niggas don't know about you gossiping, my yeah, nigga. Yeah, it's 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 really bad. Too. And Very if you, chatty. And if, and if, chatty and, energy, bro. If chatty you spit bars like like you supposed to, and and Goody Mob was what what you say they were in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? The niggas would be still relevant in Atlanta, the biggest city in rap right now. With Goody Mob at, you and gotta we, do a, you gotta do a podcast. And we, and we and we I listened to Yo, that little tape he dropped. Do a reunion. It wasn't what it was supposed to be. Get CeeLo Green on the phone. Get a reunion. <laughs> hit up Big Boy. I, I don't know how much luck you have getting Andre involved into that, but like, it's so all you Gip fans and Gip himself. All I gotta say is. Like, who is this guy? <laughs> Where'd he come from? Yeah, from and why do we fucking keep acting like it's he's somebody that we need to fuck with? Definitely. Get rid of this guy. Keep talking about New York, and that's going to be the energy. The receipt is coming, Gip. Trust it's me. So many. New so York many. niggas, don't forget. The receipt is coming. You might get a, a receipt from from the, the, the transplant L and the nigga Luda. Keep playing. <laughs> Luda in the whole fucking movie. Fast 10, nigga. Yes, sir. You on a podcast. The fuck? <laughs> Anyway, all right, see, I'm getting worked up. Yeah, you get tight. Take you get tight all over again. Gip and me tight for weeks now, bro. <laughs> he has that ability. How long is that interview, man? It's got to be like God three hours, it. bro. Shout out to him for, for, for monetizing and making so much chicken off that interview. Yeah, he's cooking. 
Shout out to him. Mike H with the super chat says, subject matter hasn't evolved. Still a punchline artist. Not trying to hear his escapades at my age. He's speaking about Wayne. Sincere, what do you say to that? Uh, uh, I, I agree. Yeah, you hit you hit the bullseye. Okay. Um, no again, more Luke Kang bars. I mean, <laughs> kicking like Luke Kang. Listen, I, I've you know, I, I I need a certain you know uh, all aroundness from certain rappers if you're gonna be like held to that in that regard as being top three, top five, whatever. You know what I mean? Nas g- gives it to me. Pause. <laughs> Yikes! But Nas ah! gives me that 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 you know that scope. Nas gives it to you. <laughs> hey yo! Hey! All right, man. All right, all right. Hey, hey yo! That was, um, that was flagrant, bro. Yo, slow <laughs> heinous. Can I go on? Can I go on? Can Proceed. I finish my thoughts? Proceed, good brother. Proceed. All right. I'm not cutting you off. It's funny, bro. That, but that, you know. <laughs> I can't even do it with the hands anymore. Hey! You ruined it for me. <laughs> you said it, bro. You ruined it. I'm going to put my hands away. Sheesh. God damn it, man. Hey! Oh, um, my God. First flagrant of the year for City, guys. Damn it. Yeah, <laughs> but that, 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 the, the, the all around game, you know what I mean? The all around game. Uh, between like storytelling, introspection, just straight up bars, maybe some punchlines, like you know what I mean, street stuff, introspective stuff, personal stuff. Like Nas has it, Jay has it, Big had it, Tupac had it. Um, you know, Kendrick has it, J. Cole. Wayne doesn't have. He doesn't check all those boxes off for me. Like for for the most part, he's you know. He, yeah, like he'll give you some bars, some clever bars, some punchline bars, but with you know, I need more. But and I feel like he gets oh, that's his fans. That's what they uh, look to and point at to say, yo, look, see, you see how ill that punchline was? He's the goat. No man, I've been heard punchlines way hotter than that. Way back in the day, you can keep that. Give me Nas, give me Jay Z, give me Graph in the nineties had better punchlines. You know what I mean, bro? Shout out to Graph. Adriel Green with the Super Chat says, Cole said on a new feature, you see a top 10 list, I see a Golden Corral. Evidently, he feels a way about the go- the Billboard list, too. We covered that earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Adriel. Yeah, he, he does. does. 15. I mean, yeah. I and all them top 10s that dropped at the end of 2022, and including us, he, he wasn't active. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure he feels he's better than a large percentage of the people that's ahead of our, him. Our, yeah, but our top, t- top 10 was for the year. Yeah. And it wasn't a very active yeah, he, he year. He sees pancakes and syrup, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Blueberries. Southern Playalistic 96 says, Lil Wayne is overrated, and he dominated the worst era of rap, in my opinion. I Ooh. like Wayne, but I was never crazy about him. I was T.I. over Wayne back then. More truth. So, you know... I can't make this is where Mace would have come in. You know, Mace, I'm sorry, you know, our condolences to you and your family. It's hard to disagree with hard that. Hard to though. disagree with that. I'm the shit like a toilet. Yeah. He had so many Lucane bars, so many I'm the shit bars, so many, so many lines where you got a 16 bar verse of punch lines, but none of the lines really connect. Here's here's my thing. It's like even even if the punchline is different, if the setup is the same over and over again. I'm gonna be bored. There's only so many times that I could hear like, you know, I'm the shit like a whatever. Right. And, 
I yeah, we get it. I think Wayne is overrated, but I think his and this is me full circle, DD. I think we're getting a little out of bounds of how overrated we're saying that he is. He had moments. He undeniable. Easily. He got does Wayne have a chip? I think he has. Of course. On a round table scale, he has a chip. Carter two. Got an MVP. Carter two. You know what I mean? He got it. He got an MVP, bro. It's hard to give it to him, but you got to acknowledge that it, shit was everywhere. everywhere. He didn't get my like, vote. Like eighty what, features. Yeah, there, I mean, was he, it might, a he Steve might. Nash MVP. He, he might have the MVP. <laughs> Maybe. It might be. He might get an MVP. He might have an MVP, but like it wasn't a unanimous. Ah. So he didn't get my vote. He didn't get a lot of people's votes. He doesn't have the coach's vote, like the old head culture. But like the young niggas, they, they love, love him. him, bro. They love him. They yeah. adore him. They'll learn. Last but not least, before we move on, I just wanted to acknowledge Marcus Gibson. He had threw us a 10, 10 bucks. Shout out to Marcus. Via Cash App when Eves oh, was good on. Looks. Good and he looks, was good like, salute, 10, 10, $10 for killing a myth that Nas doesn't choose good beats. So he, he, he was appreciative of that. We appreciate you sending that Cash App our way. All proceeds goes into continuing to build the brand that is the wrap round table. Man, the, budget, the, the budget is not cheap. The exactly. budget. The budget is not cheap. <laughs> details. Details. You see, it. I see what it you is. You see it. This, this space ain't we cheap. Still, details, we still got the hats details. coming. Details. I know, yo, you know what I mean? I, I know we've been promising that for the a while. Is well, coming. The, first, the first set sold out. This is going to be the yeah. next wave. We promised from the website, but motherfuckers acting like they don't want to just give us the bread on cash app. You know what I mean? Y'all could have just pulled up on us ben, at the show. Ben. Ben. Shit, that too. But again. September 27th. Yes, sir. We're going to do a little meet and greet. We're going to have merch. Pull up yes. on us. Pull up. And really, f- fuck the merch. Chop up. Pull up. Just you show love. Because yeah. a, a lot of y'all saw us at the garden, and y'all looked us right in the face, and you knew who we were, and you were afraid to speak. I know it's New- mm. we New York niggas. We get funny like that. You it, know what I mean? It's yeah. sensitive come, sometimes. Come argue with me about Kendrick. Facts. <laughs> Shout out to all the niggas who, who, who had the gumption to speak. Shout out to homie from Chicago especially. Facts. He pulled up. Niggas was really staring in our face and not saying nothing. Even over the homeless niggas like, I did not know y'all. The rap round table. I don't know if he was homeless or just a Bro, I had drunk. no recollection of that. No <laughs> funny no, I don't. Even Coop mentioned it. We was walking up the block. Y'all mentioned it yeah, on the live, but bro, wild, I didn't hear that bro. shit. I, was I talking to Sin, maybe? Completely blasted the dude was. Yo, the I wasn't, though. No, dude was. Oh, he talked. Okay. I, saw, I was like, I don't think he was homeless. I think he just was smack smack. But he was like, yo, the rap round table. I listened to y'all, but he was mad and coherent. I was like, oh, shit. I mean, it was it was a moment. Hey, shout out to us. Shout out to the homie. <laughs> the but dude. <laughs> we are back uptown. We left the garden. We yes, finished sir. pouring up with Coop. Dapped up Ease. Ease left, went back to Far Rock. Queens. Hey, yo, Ease, what's good? Ease. But now we have some vagrants. <laughs> Sin trying to get the new soil ready for the, for the spring. Yes, sir. And they won't even let the soil be great. They, they pour us some, some, what is it called again? Some Coquito from Christmas. Uh oh. Yes. Fucking the soil up. <laughs> yes, sir. Some Corona. Fucking the soil up. So Sid comes out and he has to ask them too. Get off my lawn. Get the fuck out of here. So a little spin on my lawn segment for okay. this episode. Because I, I mean, I, it's a great day. I just want to be celebratory. Yes. Um, again, bringing it full circle. Shouts to De La Soul. Shouts to the, the beautiful night that apparently happened last night, which I was not there for. I'm still mad at you, Dini. We love you, Sid. <laughs> you know what I mean? We love you, bro. Uh, you could, you know, I enjoyed it for the both of us. Yeah, you could, you could have slid that ticket over. Like, yo, Sid, I know that, I know how much this means to you. I let you Word. miss it on the Wayne slander? You know what I mean? How could I? <laughs> now Sid feels how I felt about missing that Rome shit. When niggas was bro. on stage. Mm. I, I'm so sick about that. Oh, the, um, oh, the, uh, yeah. The, the kickoff and, of the and, tour. And the, um. And elsewhere. This shit with, um, yeah. Yeah. 
the shit where um, Rome came out, Bunny, Benny came out. It was what's that? Oh, See, uh, Amani uh, Caesar uh, show. Uh, Sob, Dini, you have to. You ain't had to. You know what I mean? Nah, it's the long. Yeah, um, yeah, but you know, I, w- I just want to take this opportunity once again to celebrate De La Soul, celebrate their legacy, celebrate what they mean to hip hop, uh, celebrate what they mean to—I don't know—I guess the, like the, the the common man of hip hop. You know, what I mean, not everybody's a superhero, not everybody's a thug, not everybody is, you know, always poking their chest out. You know, what I mean, they they really spoke for a, a different segment of listeners and a different segment uh, uh, of fans. That maybe didn't see themselves in a in a Run DMC or in a Dr. Dre or or, or, or whatever. So, shouts to them. The legacy lives on. Uh, I spoke to that earlier. Um, but you know, this is the lawn segment. Uh, get off my lawn to Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy Records oh, shit. <laughs> cool. for for like for for having this discography, the, this classic. Uh, discography in streaming purgatory for so fucking long um, and just having it tied up in fucking uh, industry bullshit and bureaucracy um, and you know like part of me understands that yeah there's a, there was a lot of samples used especially early on with uh, Three Feet High and Rising and um, you know shouts to Prince Paul you know like a, a legend in in uh, as a producer, but also in the sample game, like the amount of samples that he would like layer together and make what one cohesive, uh, you know, song and project out of it is like mind boggling. But like, um, so, you know, I understand there's a lot of business that goes on behind the scenes, but I feel like this, this could have been uh, figured out way earlier. It could have been figured out much, much sooner. Uh, you know, we could have had De La Soul on streams uh you know years ago and really sort of you know just uh bearing the fruits of their labor uh and, and, and you know getting the money that they deserve and the and the and the um and the recognition that they deserve and get and getting you know again recognized by younger audiences um yeah man like this 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 it didn't have to be this drawn out didn't have to be dragged out this long uh, fuck you, Tommy boy. Get the fuck off my lawn. But still in all, it's De La Day. Let's, you know, pull one up for, you know, De La, toast to them. You know what I mean? Beautiful day. Tommy boy, though. Get off my lawn. For holding the culture hostage. Get off my lawn. For ho- hold- holding back the pockets of black men who put this work in and who could have been reaping the benefits of their labor. Get off my lawn. Trying to sabotage. The culture and sabotage people like sincere, like Dini, like myself, who want to tap into shit when they have those moments, when they want to have playlists with classic shit on them. Get off my lawn. This is the Rap Roundtable episode 66. Dini, take us home. First, I'd like to give a special shout out to Macito. Couldn't be here tonight, but you always with us, my brother. Have you on the next one. Shout out to Super Engineer Josh. Staying in, staying in for the late night. I know the complaints is wild and they doing us bad in the streets, but you know it's all love. Fuck them. Shout out to Jav, man. Throwing them fucking alley oops, running them plays, keeping shit locked in. You hear the production? 
I've been bobbing this whole fucking episode, bro, on some G shit. And I ain't gonna sample snitch that Nas joint. I ain't gonna do it. Because <laughs> this shit is just that fire. You Shout out to Sincere Raps. Yeah, I gotta get in my bag again, man. I'm Dean the Balance of the Force, man. And you know where you fucking at, man. It's the Rap Roundtable, man. Episode 66. And we out of here! <laughs>